Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope y'all are having a decent week so far. I had an amazing weekend last weekend. I got, like, unexpectedly so drunk. I swear the gay bars in Chicago make the strongest drinks I've ever had in my life. I drank four and then was fully blacked out. I was acting a fool. I got in a fight with someone over his psoriasis because I said it looked like monkeypox. And then I told him that the guy he has a crush on is probably with someone else right now, which I mean was maybe a little bit insensitive, but he was like so upset. Like he left the group at like 3 a.m. And at night in Chicago, because he was like, I will not hang out with him. He is such an asshole. I'll, I would love to hang out with the rest of you, but him. And he pointed at me. He was like, I cannot hang out with him. <laughs> so he left and I didn't care. And then like randomly he came back and like wanted to fight me. So we were fighting for like 30 minutes, but I never want to see him again. God, he was so annoying. Who is so sensitive about that shit? It was a fucking joke. I did apologize, but honestly, I would say it all again. Fuck that gay who got so upset over my little comments about his psoriasis. I don't care. Anyway, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. So there's a lot to talk about. There's just been so much going on, and it's so juicy, so tea. You need to hear all of it. We're going to talk about Jennifer Lopez getting married to Ben Affleck, Chris Evans looking for a boo. We're going to talk about Ricky Martin and his nephew apparently having a sexual relationship. I know. Sorry to just throw this all on you. Then we're going to talk about um, a little bit of a Kardashians update, Kylie Jenner being a climate criminal. And then we're going to get into the most upsetting breakup of the year for me. I'm not kidding. That happened this week. I'm actually a wreck. And that's why I blacked out this weekend. So let's get into it. If you have not yet so done, not yet so done. If you have not done so yet, rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, tag me to let all your friends know what amazing podcast you're listening to and leave a little review. I appreciate it so much. It helps the podcast grow when you spread the word. We don't have big companies pushing it out for us, so it helps so much. Anyway, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. Got my invitation to eternal damnation. Get in line, pass the wine, bitch. We're going straight to Jennifer Lopez no longer exists. She was found dead after Mariah Carey's last album. I'm just kidding. But Jennifer Lopez doesn't exist. Jennifer Affleck exists now because J-Lo and Ben Affleck got married. And yeah, she did change her name to Jennifer Affleck. She must be down bad for him. Down horrendous. Because why is she changing her name from the sexy Jennifer Lopez to Jennifer Affleck? That sounds like a real estate agent. That sounds like 
an accountant. That reminds me of the duck from Aflac. Like I would, I would not. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm too famous. I don't want to sound like a duck for the rest of my life. I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously with that name. Also, they got married in Vegas last week. Why is everyone getting married in Vegas? Like, why is it this new hot spot for celebrities to get married at? Usually it was just for crackheads and drunk people to get married at. But now these rich bitches want to get married by Elvis. I'm not getting married by Elvis unless it's Austin Butler being Elvis. You know what I'm saying? The Elvis impersonator impersonator must have been having the best day of his life marrying those two. Imagine his be real went off while he was marrying Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. And he had to be like, hold on, like, let me take my be real. And they're in it like, can you just marry us? Anyway, maybe they got married in Vegas because Jennifer Lopez has had enough weddings and she does not feel the need to do the whole, you know, proceeding again. She doesn't want to fly people out, you know, waste people's time and money again. So she's like, let's just go to Vegas. Probably a smart move by Jenny from the block. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about Jennifer Lopez's past. And why did Ben and Jen even break up in the first place? Like, here they are getting married at the ages, the ripe ages of Ben Affleck is turning 50 next month. Our birthdays are actually one day apart. I didn't even know that. Oh, my God. Leo Kings. Leo lovers. And then Jennifer Lopez is literally turning 53 next week isn't that crazy she truly looks so good like good for her she's another celebrity that like i'm scared to age just because i really like j-lo so i want her to look young forever but why did they break up in the first place when they dated over 20 years ago apparently it's because ben was not yet ready to you know be mature settle down and live a tied down family life he wanted to keep being a bachelor and jennifer lopez was overall the fuck boy she wanted to settle down 20 years ago of course, she's settled down, you know, a few times since then. She's actually been married four times, but we do not judge. I think it's beautiful that she has tried men out, had love with other men, and, you know, it didn't work out, but it doesn't mean that it was for nothing. JLo's life, I mean, JLo's love life has kind of been like her rom-coms. Pretty rocky, not the best, but still filled with a lot of love. So I stand JLo for trying yet again, yet again. And I feel like they're really going to last this time because they have been friends and, you know, in a relationship for so many years now. And they truly, I feel like now you would just truly know if they're the person that you want. It would kind of annoy me if I was with someone 20 years ago and 20 years ago, they told me that they didn't want to be with me and that they want to be a bachelor because for some reason I wasn't enough for them to settle down with. They'd rather have, you know, non-discreet coochie from girls at the bar that bothers me. And now 20 years later comes around and I'm just supposed to take you back. I understand it's mature of Ben Affleck to say 20 years ago, hey, I'm not ready to be monogamous. But still, I wouldn't be the most accepting to welcome someone back if that happened. I'd be like, oh, so I just wasn't good enough and you let me potentially go off and marry someone else. Like, you know, you let me go. So I could have gotten married to anyone, but you didn't care that much if I even did. I don't know. I would be annoyed. I don't know if I'd accept him back so quickly, but it is Ben Affleck. So good for Jay Fleck instead of J-Lo. Jay Fleck. She definitely downgraded names. I'm sorry. Anyway, what can we learn from this? I think we can learn that it is never too late to find love. I know a lot of young people listen to this podcast. So just get it in your mind now. Like love doesn't have to come when you're under 30 years old. You know, you don't have to find it in high school or in college or in your 20s. Like, I feel like we're conditioned to do. Love takes time. Love is patient. Jennifer Lopez captioned her Instagram photo that. She was like, love is patient, sometimes 20 years patient. So do not put any pressure on yourself to find love in a rush and get married to someone that 
is not right. You can find love at any point in your life, and you don't die after 30. So much amazing love. My mom and my dad both remarried in their 40s, so... Um, and that too, you know, love doesn't have to come from your first marriage or your third or your fifth. In JLo's case, this is her fourth. So love has no time limit and just keep an open mind and open heart. Now on to some very disturbing news. You thought the incest content was only going to be in one podcast episode? No, guys. It's in multiple podcast episodes because Ricky Martin, famous singer-actor, sexy gay man, was exposed for apparently, allegedly, having a seven-month relationship with his nephew this week. Yeah, his nephew. Not only that... Their relationship came to an end two months ago, allegedly. And since then, Ricky Martin has been loitering around his house, stalking him and making him literally fear for his safety, going full Joe from you mode. And apparently this nephew still lives with Ricky Martin's brother or sister or whoever. So he's just stalking their property. This nephew is 21 years old and he literally got a legal restraining order against ricky which isn't easy to get like you can't just make something up and get a restraining order against someone so that made a lot of people think that oh my god ricky martin literally had a relationship with his nephew he's living la vida loca too much he's living la vida insane first there's errol musk and his stepdaughter and now ricky god needs to hurry up with his return just bring the flood on now so rumors were circulating all weekend that Ricky, you know, had this relationship. How do you, like, live? How do you exist when the whole world online, on the literal national news, even if you walk outside in public, everyone thinks you had a relationship with your nephew? How do you live? I, I would not know how to cope with that. I'd literally go in my panic room, turn off all the lights, hug a stuffed animal, and, like, rock back and forth. That shit is fucking insane. So I don't know how Ricky's been dealing with this. But he's been saying that it is false. You know, obviously, you're going to say that if you are Nicolas Cage and you stole the Declaration of Independence, you're obviously going to say that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? So he is saying he did not have a relationship, an incestual relationship with his nephew. He wasn't putting the incest in the I in the LGBTQIA. He said any kind of sexual or romantic relationship with his nephew is completely untrue. Unfortunately, the person who made this claim... Dennis, the nephew, is struggling with deep mental health challenges. Is he gaslighting his nephew by saying he has deep mental health challenges? Or does he really have deep mental health challenges? Because if this is true, Ricky, you have deep mental health challenges. Ricky's lawyer said, Ricky has, of course, never been and would never be involved with any kind of sexual or romantic relationship with his nephew. The idea is not only untrue, it's disgusting. Uh, Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm sure that's what our 
Kelly said for decades, oh, he he would never do that. Mm. I'm not, you know, taking any side in this. I just think it's really interesting that he got that restraining order. And it has even come this far. Ricky also has a husband. So he's also a cheater. I mean, that's not nearly as bad as being an incestual freak. But um, the attorney then finished and said, we all hope that this man gets the help he so urgently needs. But most of all, we look forward to this awful case being dismissed as soon as the judge looks in to the facts. So, yeah, I hope someone gets the help they need, either Dennis or Ricky. Ricky Martin's brother came out and said he does not uh, believe that this is true. Not the brother who is the father of the nephew, just a different brother. He said, um, I don't believe this is true. He did say that the nephew does experience mental health issues. But if this is true, Ricky Martin could spend 50 years up in prison, um, dropping the soap, dropping the soap left and right. If he did do it, I wouldn't even care if he dropped the soap left and right. And I hope he would be in pain the whole time because that's fucking crazy. And that essentially would be a life sentence for Ricky Martin because he's already 50. So 50 years would be his whole life. He could join R. Kelly behind bars for life. But yeah, I guess we'll see if this is true or not. If it is, damned be Ricky Martin. Okay, so I want to talk about the saddest breakup of the year, and I'm not even kidding. I don't know. I, I was hesitant to talk about this because I don't know, like, how many people know these people or stand them. A lot. Okay, so they're comedians. Chelsea Handler. She's pretty famous, but I think she used to be a little more relevant than she is right now. She's a TikToker now. She's actually, like, really funny. She gets, like, naked and, like, goes, goes skiing and just she has really hot takes on everything but she doesn't get naked in a weird way like britney spears like she gets naked in like a funny way so anyway chelsea handler and joe coy they're both comedians i believe they're both in their 50s and they started dating last year their one year anniversary was actually this week which makes the whole thing sadder like who breaks up on their one year anniversary just pretend to love each other for another month so it's not around the anniversary that's what everyone does come on um However, before they dated, Chelsea Handler was, like, so closed off to men. She was the biggest men hater. I mean, she has a right to be, you know, with all the sexism, misogyny, especially with, like, she was really involved politically with, like, the whole Trump era and all of the disgusting politicians who were promoting that kind of misogyny. So she was on it, and she didn't have a boyfriend for I don't know how how long. I would say over a decade before she was with Joe Coy, and she kind of swore dating off. Like, she never wanted a part of it. She didn't believe in it anymore. She just, she never wants kids. She hates them. She just wanted to hang out with her friends and her dogs forever. And her dogs are gorgeous, so I don't blame her. Like, when I tell you Chelsea Handler's heart was colder than Leah Michelle's soul, it was colder than being cold. It was ice cold. Oh my God, wait, did you guys, so Chelsea Handler was just the guest host on Jimmy Kimmel Live for like a week because Jimmy just wanted to like go on vacation or something. But Paris Hilton was a guest and Chelsea was interviewing her in Paris literally said to her she was like I was afraid of you for so long and I was really nervous for this interview like she's afraid of Chelsea Handler that's how scary this woman can be so when she found love it was more shocking than a bachelorette contestant finding true love you know when 
And she was like deeply in love. Like she was being that PDA, expressing with words in public how much she loved him. Like embarrassing, cringy how much they were in love. And it was just so shocking she let a man into her life. It was like blink twice if you're okay, Chelsea. Like is what does he have on you? Is he holding a gun up to you? Like why are you with him? It gave a lot of jaded people hope that they can open themselves up to love again. And her relationship really meant a lot to people. So truly, when they announced their breakup, it was this huge story. A lot of people were genuinely very sad, very confused. Like a seven-year-old, when their parents tell them that they're getting divorced, they don't know what that means, but suddenly dad is moving out and they go to a new house and there's all these older women around and they don't know what's happening. Personally, I took this breakup harder than my own parents divorcing. I'm kidding, but Chelsea posted it on her Instagram. I don't know why. She was, like, trying to make it harder than it had to be. She posted a really cute video of them, like, canoodling and laughing together. And she was like, it's our one-year anniversary, but we broke up. It's like when Wendy Mill- Wendy Williams tells the world that someone died. She's like, do you know this person? They're kind of, you know, a cunt, a bitch. Well, they died. Chelsea said, we decided that it was best to take a break from our relationship right now. I know many of you were invested in our love, and I wanted to express to you how much that meant to both of us. How much it still means and how much I now believe in love for each one of us. Joe Coy blew my heart open with love, and because of him, my life experience has changed forever. Oh my god, that's so that's so beautiful. Oh my god. Wait. Cut the camera's dead ass. This is so sad. She continued, This is not an ending, it's another beginning, and it's a comfort to know that I'm still loved and love this man, the way the sun loves the moon and the moon loves our sun. Uh, who knew Chelsea Handler was so fucking sappy? Oh my god. She's trying to make people KMS while they read this. She said, Your person is coming. So please continue to root for both of us because you never know what life is going to bring. Like, do you see how in love they were? This was such like a once in a lifetime relationship. Like Chelsea Handler's heart grew 10 sizes, just like the Grinch. And this truly made, this was like a love revolution. This truly made so many people believe in love and not just normal love, some deep, deep love, some Nicholas Sparks crying in the rain notebook type of shit. And then it just ended. I think when they say we just need to take a break in our relationship right now, maybe they were having like some disagreements. Maybe they needed to see if they're going to go down the same path together. I don't know, but... I like that she said, continue to root for both of us. Hopefully, they'll get back together. She said, you never know what life can bring. But yeah, it makes me so sad that they're done. But I also love the positivity in her message. Her saying that I'm still loved by him. He changed my life experience. You know, your person is coming. This relationship meant so much to both of us. And we've helped each other grow so much. So I like that they're seeing the silver lining and not making people completely manic depressed so what can we learn from this sometimes love isn't meant to last forever you know the saying people come into your life for a season a reason or a lifetime and in this case i guess they came into each other's lives for a reason and that reason i feel like is always something that me or you or that person just desperately needs from someone that they haven't gotten yet you know when someone does come in your life for a reason it's usually to meet a need that you've expressed and in chelsea's case it was opening up her heart she was so cold-hearted so turned off to those emotions and i literally just thought she was going to be like a widow to no one she just like hated everyone and would like never get married and die alone which is like fine like that's slay like do that but he oh you know he opened up her heart he changed her whole 
life experience. And now maybe she'll be opened up to so many men and really find her true match with her new open heart that Joe Coy helped her get. So they both grew so much from their time together and I'm very happy for them. So just keep that in mind if maybe one of your relationships or friendships or one, you know, type of relationship you have with someone ends, think, did they come into my life for a reason? And try to find the positive in it. You don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to fit into the norm. You are not here to conform. I am here to take a look inside myself. Recognize that I could be the eye, the eye of the storm. So the next topic is none other than Kimberly Kardashian. And we're going to run through a lot of the Kardashians, but we're first going to talk about Kim. We're so used to praising her body, saying how sexy she is. Not many insecurities there, but today we're actually going to talk about Kim Kardashian bashing her own appearance a little bit. Shocking, right? So she was on the cover of Allure magazine this week. And I don't know if you guys saw it. It was really cool. It was like Rapunzel themed almost. She was nude, but she was only covered by her hair. And it was really tasteful. You know, she was doing amazing, sweetie, in that nude shoot. I'm sure Chris was there saying that. But she had, like, I don't know, like, seven feet long braids and hair wrapped around her body. She made an Instagram post and she the caption was like, how the fuck do you spell Rapunzel? You know, you can just, like, use the speak to text thing, Kim. It's 2022. But anyway, on the cover, she said she loved the cover. She loved, you know, most things about it. But she hated how her hands looked. She said, I hate my hands. They're wrinkly and gross. She said, I've lived life and changed so many diapers with these hands. And I've snuggled my babies with these hands. So I'm okay with them. But she still does not really like how they look. She said, getting older doesn't mean that I won't strive for perfection. But you get to a point where you're like, okay, my health is more important than anything else. I care. I really really genuinely care about looking good i probably care more than 90 percent of the people on this planet it's not easy when you're a mom and you're exhausted and then at the end of the day you're in school and i'm all of the above so i love how kim was very vulnerable in that i love that she kind of for the first time acknowledged her aging she always talks about like how she's very preventative of aging but she's never said anything about how she thinks her current appearance looks old and now she kind of thinks her hands look old and I don't like how she said they're wrinkly and gross because I don't think wrinkly means gross I think there's a lot of beautiful old men and women and I see their wrinkles and I'm like oh my god I think their that appearance suits them I think they look so good they've lived such a full life and I never ever think like oh my god they look gross however I do understand the aging anxiety the fear of it the especially for Kim Kardashian in the public eye, the always wanting to look perfect and smooth and, you know, airbrushed in real life. So I get both sides of what she's saying. And I think her, you know, coping mechanism with the whole thing and how she feels about it at the end of the day is that she's lived a life. She uses her hands for so many things. And if you think about it, your hands are like the most used 
muscles in your whole body. Your skin is being, you know, pulled back and forth every time you pick up something or do anything with them. So, of course, they're going to look wrinkly really fast. And I remember watching an old episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Kim was like already planning for when her hands look old because she's so meticulous about them. Kim, I swear, is on some like Virgo perfectionist shit with her appearance. So she was getting skin tightening procedures on her hands, like even 10 years ago when she was 30. So she genuinely has real anxiety about this. But I like that she says, hey, I've lived a life. I've taken care of these kids. So these wrinkles are worth it. And she sees that bigger picture. So what can we learn from this? I think the way you look is important, but it's the least interesting thing about you. I think you should focus on being more interesting, focus on living your life, doing things that fulfill your soul and your heart. You know, for Kim's, in Kim's case, it was her kids. And in your case, it could be traveling or baking or your job or anything. And if those things cause wear and tear in your body and make you look less physically attractive, who cares how you look is the least important thing about you focus on being a better person and don't really let the way you look cause you any real dismay instead focus on the amazing things about your body that your body lets you do like live life so next time you look in the mirror and we all you know have that one part of our body that we don't like and we think could be so much better and we think are gross like kim said instead next time you look in the mirror you can allow yourself to feel those feelings but also say maybe three things that you love about that part of your body as well and what that part of your body lets you do okay let's continue on with talking about the kardashians so kanye kind of a former kardashian if you think about it he is trolling these music festivals again if there's one person he's going to troll harder than kim it is music festivals because kanye dropped out of the rolling loud music festival in miami just one week before he was set to perform and rolling loud has never have never ever had a headliner drop Ever. And a week before, that could cost them millions of dollars in sales if people want refunds. That can cost them their reputation. I'm sure it costs Kanye, you know, a certain amount of money to do that, but he doesn't care. He's a billionaire. He has $10 billion or whatever number he's saying today. But yeah, he dropped out one week before. And that's a waste of his time too, right? Like he put in all that work preparing, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he's just in a mood today and he's going to drop out. Some festival must have fucked him over in the past and now he's punishing them all because i don't know if you guys remember but he dropped out of coachella a few weeks before he was supposed to headline it this year as well so he is like thanos collecting these music festivals that he is fucking over so if you're a music festival booker do not book kanye west um rolling loud said we spent months working with him and his team on the performance unfortunately Ye has decided that he will no longer be performing this is the first time a headliner has ever pulled out of our show and we do not take this lightly but we wish him the best we look forward to welcoming Kid Cudi as a headliner in Miami, and we can't wait to see what he has in store. I think it's kind of funny that Kid Cudi is the replacement because Kanye and Kid Cudi are like enemies now ever since Pete has been with Kim. Of course, he's making everything about Pete. So Kanye doesn't like Kid Cudi anymore. They used to like collab and everything and, you know, be bros and all that shit. But Pete and Kid Cudi are like best fucking friends. I remember when Arna Grande and Pete Davidson like went to Kid Cudi's like album listening party. And they've been like BFFs for a long ass time. So basically Kanye was like, hey, Kid Cudi, like, I'm not going to be friends with you if like you keep doing all this shit with Pete. And then Kid Cudi called him like childish, a loser. I'm never working with you again. You're such an idiot. Like he went in on Kanye and now they're not friends anymore. Remember when Taylor Swift said, but I'm not the only friend you've lost lately. If only you weren't so shady. So yeah, Kanye isn't good at keeping relationships with friends or apparently 
music festivals or wives or other music artists. So whatever. He probably had another Kim Kardashian lookalike to bang that night. Speaking of men who have other people to bang, Tristan Thompson. So we're going to talk about Tristan Thompson for a second. I know. Trashton. Gross. I'm sorry. I'll make it quick. So Trashton was seen with a new woman in Mykonos, Greece. So him and Chloe are not getting back together. Last time we were kind of speculating if they were because Chloe was posting about him on her Instagram story and there was a photo of him with her with his arm around her. And, you know, they're having the whole new baby and everything. And people are still trashing Chloe online for that. But I feel like this kind of revelation that he's with a new girl in Greece is kind of taking some heat off of her, throwing it back onto Trashton. It's kind of crazy that he's with a new girl in Greece right now when we know that their baby is coming any day. Like, Chloe's probably, like, setting up the nursery right now and he's in Greece. Hope he's wearing a condom. His dick must have, like, the biggest mind of its own because he literally just, like, has to follow, you know, what it wants to do. He's only thinking with that. And a lot of people online were, like, hating on the woman that was with Trashton, saying that if, like, you're a human woman who gives Tristan Thompson the time of day, that's just embarrassing. And I don't disagree, but I don't think there's a reason to hit on, you know, the women. He is rich, NBA player, famous. So maybe they're just in it for the money and the clout, like Julia Fox. So let's not hate on them. But I do think that it's embarrassing that he's not, like, helping Chloe set up because if anything he can do at this point it's be a good co-parent who knows if he can even do that but you know who's really flopping right now online that's kylie jenner kylie Je- this is maybe the dumbest thing she's ever done in or at least in a long fucking time the the dumbest thing since is it a chicken since that so kylie took a private her private jet you know kylie air she has her own jet it has a name kylie air she took it for a three minute flight Three minutes, which would have only been a 40 minute drive. But she posted on Instagram with Travis Scott. Apparently, he has a private jet too in his meantime while well, he's not causing riots. And their, her caption was, Should we take mine or yours? So apparently, they took it from Camarillo, California to Van Nuys, California, which is only three minutes in the air. And now people are shitting on her calling her a climate criminal because of the amount of greenhouse gases that she would emit by simply being too lazy to take her car and just drive 40 minutes but it's actually so bad if you think about it the amount of greenhouse gases she's emitting is probably like like 50 times what me and you would create in six months by just taking that one private jet and we're the ones out here being told to use plastic straws and getting these paper mache straws and having to chug our coffees before the straw literally dissolves in it. I think she absolutely does deserve the criticism that she's getting online right now. I've like done climate change research before, believe it or not, when Don't Look Up came out because I was like inspired to know more about climate change when that happened. And really climate change is not in like the average citizen's hand at this point, even if we do our best to, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, use paper straws and like eat less red meat we're gonna make such a minimal impact by ourselves it was like we could delay climate change by a fraction of a second per person if we are literally perfect in everything that we consume so it's really not in like the average civilian's hands it's in these these billionaires hands and these 
giant corporations hands who emit so much into the air so the real only way to like stop climate change at this point is like passing laws that stop these big companies and these billionaires from doing things like this so i think kylie does have a bigger responsibility i'm not saying she's doing as much as you know big companies or shit like that but i do think it's just horrible she's having a horrible influence on people by posting things like that and just being so not caring like we live in 2022 and the climate crisis is a really big thing this isn't like 1980 when like people thought that the hole in the ozone layer was like fierce we can't really do that shit anymore kylie yeah and i think this was really dumb and ignorant and kind of deplorable and the fact that they did it for an instagram photo is so embarrassing to me like what do you want to flex like girl we know you're rich you you don't need to keep doing it and their caption should we take mine or yours yours or his what medication take them both because you both are flopping right now and travis needs all the good pr he can get you know he can't take one more bad thing or he'll literally be excommunicated from the planet so kylie maybe next time just take the 40 minute drive maybe you can like hang out with stormy don't you want stormy bb to live in a world where she doesn't have to wear a mask every day to stop from the pollution and don't you want you know your unnamed baby to not have to wear a mask to stop pollution every single day or not get pollution in their throats Exactly. So think of Stormy BB next time you take the flight. Well, thank you guys for listening to Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a good time and you were entertained and maybe like learned something or something. Uh, I love spilling the tea with you guys. I love like reading your guys' DMs and seeing your guys put it on your Instagram story and stuff. I always respond to people who do that. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. TikTok has literally been playing me this week. Like you guys know, I like post on TikTok and everything like that. And my video that I posted yesterday, it was doing so amazing in 30 minutes. And then after like the 30 minute mark, it got zero views. And then I went to my friend's phone to see if they, if they could see it on my account. And they couldn't. TikTok erased it from everyone's account except mine. So, like, no one can see it except me. So, I emailed, like, a few people and, like, they're not really, like, getting back to me at all. They they just don't care. TikTok is, like, actually super disrespectful to their creators. I don't know if you guys knew this. They pay them less than other platforms. They don't have a good support team. It's very hard to reach them. And, yeah, they're kind of, like, despicable to their creators. But I'm not going to complain, obviously. But TikTok is really annoying me right now. So I don't even know if I can post today because yesterday it didn't let me post after 30 minutes. I mean, I'll fucking try, but who knows? So I'm I'm going to be more on top of that. I'm, I'm going to try to be posting more on YouTube and, you know, other platforms because I heard YouTube is treats their creators better, even people who just make shorts. So we'll see. If you don't uh, subscribe to my YouTube yet, please do that. It's just Patty Pop Culture on youtube same handle as tiktok i would literally appreciate it so much especially just because of how bad they've been treating me this week and i'm not about to stand for that so if someone is disrespecting y'all this week do not fucking stand for that expose them send the strongly worded text or email that you think you should but yeah at the end of the day there's nothing i can do so it's i'm not gonna let it get me down i'm just gonna keep trying and that's what y'all gotta do this week just keep pushing through making progress every day in your life and yeah i will see y'all on friday DM me, hit me up, and I love y'all, and I'll see you then. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balke and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple. Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts, go Astros.